Well, uh, welcome to another exciting edition of Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Really glad, really excited to come your way once again. Now, um, of course, the lockdown continues. And for that matter, social distancing is also necessary. And just like we did in the previous episode on the show today, I will be in the studio and the ladies will join me, of course, virtually. Sister Sister is live. Now, coming up, a wife battles with an indecisive husband. How far will you go to keep your man. And also, a frustrated pregnant wife is experiencing a dip in her libido and her husband isn't having it. Now the show's interactive. If you have questions you'd like us to ask or if you have an opinion to share, our WhatsApp number is 054-998-6996. Take note of that number. It'll come in handy during the course of the show. We'll go for a quick break. When we return, I introduce the ladies on the show with me today. Welcome once again. My name is Jessica. And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV at 97.3 City FM. So, like I said, lots of drama coming up. And, of course, our sisters will definitely weigh in on each subject or each uh, email that we've received. Now, our email address is jessica at cityfmonline.com. So just send that quick email if you'd like your um, relationship challenges to be addressed right here on the show. Essentially, you send them in. We share our two cents. You take your final decision all by yourself. But of course, I have my sisters with me, not in the studio. Um, I've got some sanitizer, but not in the studio, actually. They're going to join me virtually, as I already said. Let's say hello to Tina. Hello, girlfriend. How you doing? Hi, Chris. I'm fine. I'm <laughs> Good fine. to see I you. I miss you so much. I know. I know. I miss you and too, you look actually. absolutely gorgeous. Merci, merci. Merci, merci. I'm actually working on it. <laughs> you know? Thank you. And yeah. uh, Olivia, how are you doing today? Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, every time I get to see my sisters like this, I get super excited. Yeah. I, I wish I could see all of you and give all of you a big hug and we could take <laughs> selfies together. But hey, that it time is, is what coming. it is. Yeah, that time is coming. <laughs> Let's say hello to Rosina. How are you doing, darling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good as usual. Always excited when we get together to do this. So I'm yeah. actually very excited. Yes. <laughs> I've been seeing you on your motorbike a lot. It looks like the lockdown uh, thing is working for you. No traffic? Well, no traffic. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> no cross to be crossing me left by center, but it's fantastic. Super, super. Good yeah. to see you, ladies. <laughs> I'm sending you a virtual hug. I hope you can feel it. <laughs> yes. Right back. <laughs> Great. Okay. So so let's go right into action. People have questions for us. And as usual, we're counting on you ladies to deliver. So we'll go right into our first story for the day. So this one says, hello, sisters. I am 32 years old and married for five years. My husband is a good man and shows me lots of love. Two years ago, he asked me to change my perm hair to natural because women look sexier like that. I had, a very, I had very long hair, but cut it off to start the natural hair to make him happy. I remember virtually shedding tears when I was cutting my hair off. 
I've grown my natural hair for the past two years, and it looks great, which he sometimes acknowledges. However, just two days ago, he came from work to tell me I should cut off my hair because he now finds very short hair attractive. I was upset because I've become used to my long natural hair. I realize he's even changed his WhatsApp DP from me to a lady with short hair. I've decided not to let it bother me. My mother says I'm being petty. I should do anything to make my man happy. Jess, am I being petty? Why can't he understand that I don't want to cut my hair? Should I just let peace prevail by cutting it off, as he says? And this is from Kony in Accra. So let me come to you, ladies, and I'll start with Olivia. Curious to know what you have to say about this one. You have natural hair, don't you? I do, and I, and I love my natural hair, but that's my personal preference, and that's because I choose to wear my hair natural. Um, I wasn't forced to keep it natural by my husband whatsoever. It's my personal decision and my personal choice. Um, but going back to this lady and what she's going through, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to marriage, it's, it's hand-go, hand-come. Um, I mean, the first time you cut your hair to make him happy, now he wants um, short hair. He doesn't want you to wear your hair permed. Now, at which point in time are you going to stand up for yourself, my dear? Um, it's, it's, your, 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 he should be concerned about your happiness as well in the relationship. It's not always, it shouldn't always be about him. What's going to happen the next time? So the next time he's going to tell you to literally cut your head off because that's what's going to make him happy. And are you going to be pushed to do that? I mean, something has got to give, my dear, listen. Huh? It's not like you can wake up and then tell him maybe you, he, you have a problem with something about him. How would he feel if you woke up one morning and said to him, you know what, babe, I mean, I've been with you for these number of years, but today, like, I really fancy, based on my previous experiences, I really fancy something. So change this thing about you. Um, I, I mean, you, you, you ladies would say, Olivia, my mind has gone there, but Assuming you went on to, to criticize his manhood, how would he feel? Um, I think he should stop being um, inconsiderate about you and about your feelings. And I have a problem with the fact that um, your mom thinks that you should do everything you have to do to make your husband happy. I'm sorry. Tomorrow, if he wakes up and then he decides um, he wants to be intimate with you in other areas, what are you going to do? Something has got to give. You have to stand up. You have to tell him, yes, you're willing and ready to make him happy, but he should also be considering about you and about your feelings. This is you. This is your being. This is what makes you happy. You want to wear your hair long. You want to wear your hair this way. This is what makes you happy. And you can only do so much. He should also meet you halfway. At least you've tried once. You can't keep doing this for him. I'm sorry, go into that conversation with him and tell him, really, Masa, you know what? I love you. You're my husband. But I think you should also be, please considerate, you should also be considerate of my feelings and how I feel regarding all of this. So I think you just have this conversation with him and move on. Because seriously, if you don't put a stop to it, you're going to wake up one morning and you're going to sacrifice something that is, that is not just your hair. So really, it has to stop at some point. Hmm. All right, let me come to you, um, Tina, um, to see what you think about this one. I mean, uh, after all, it's hair that can grow back, no? All right, 
Yes. So for me, I, I don't find anything wrong in um, someone or a partner trying to please the other. But you don't do it at the expense of your happiness. That's that's what I, I think. Okay. You can't um, you can't always please your partner by changing what makes you happy. And I find that a lot of people at the beginning of their relationships do these things to keep their partners. So let's say, oh, I met this guy and he's into ladies with high heels. So let me wear high heels all the time. Meanwhile, you're not, you're not comfortable with it. Maybe it makes your back hurt. But because he, you see him and he likes, he likes somebody in high heels, you try to wear it. And in the, in, in the process, you lose that thing and he loses the interest. You, you get it. Mm. So for me, my my main thing is that fine, you can do, you can cut your hair, you can wear a wig, you can wear whatever, short skirts. As long as you are not breaking yourself or making yourself unhappy to make your husband happy, then I'm for it. Now, um, your mother advised you that uh, you should do anything to make your your husband to keep your husband. Well, I realized from my life that most of our parents actually went the extra mile to keep, especially our mothers, went the extra mile to keep their, our fathers very happy. And so anything the, the the father wanted, like the husband wanted, the wife would would literally have to bend her back. And she wasn't necessarily happy, or they weren't necessarily happy, but just to keep the sanity and just to keep that uh, that uh, peace and harmony in the family, they would do it. That is why you are having such um, an advice from your mother. But going forward along the line, we learn from our mistakes. We become better off. We become better people. And so now you just have to, um, what you what you need to do is to have a discussion with your husband. Let him know that listen, we 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 love ourselves, but I can't tell you to reduce the size of your organ, your genital organ, just because I am unhappy with this. I cannot do that because you cannot you cannot change it, or you can, but it will make you happy. So. For you to be disrespecting me by putting another lady with a short hair on your DP and all that, it's 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 a no-no, you see. So please don't, uh, you made a mistake or you made, yeah, I would call it a mistake. When, when you give people more than you have, then they demand more. So in the beginning, you shouldn't have done what he wanted if it went against your own principle. When you were cutting your hair, you found it very, very um, and painful because you were crying when you were cutting your long hair. But now that you've done that and all that, let him know that you have been unhappy with everything. Now where you are at, you are fine with your hair as it is. He should love you, appreciate you for you. Otherwise, you can't, you, you can't do it. You can't do it. You know? Otherwise, what else is he asking you to change? Hmm. All right, you have a point so there. So for me, the conversation is very important, yeah. Yeah, conversation definitely has to be had. Um, let me hear you, Rosina. What are your thoughts on this one? I mean, how much should you sacrifice to keep your 
husband or your relationship? Well, personally, what I'll say is that every individual has their unique qualities. Like nobody's DNA is the same as the other one. There could be similarities here and there. The reason why, for instance, DNA is very unique to everybody is because everybody is different. And everybody has what makes them happy. Everybody has what makes them sad. Everybody has what makes them excited. So there's a particular part of you that dies with you when you're not allowed to do something. Now, marriage is not supposed to be a bondage. Marriage is supposed to be a partnership. It's supposed to be a partnership where two individuals have chosen willingly to get into a union in order to achieve a vision or a goal, or just to, they have decided to spend their lives together. They have actually decided. So it's an actual decision by the two. Now, in the union of marriage, we've seen that over time, things have changed from when uh, men had specific duties and women had specific duties and men had to do the whole commanding and women had to do the whole accepting and do everything that the man has to say. Things are evolving. Women are also getting into work positions. Women are also um, into leadership positions. Women are also decision makers in society and in various fields of work. In a, I mean, a woman have had to look after younger siblings and all of that. So you can't expect in a union to suddenly become something you are not. Where a man decides what you should do to your hair, what you should do to your nails, what you should do to this, what you should do to that. Now, however, there are certain parts of you that if you have to change to make your man happy, maybe you probably don't care, so it doesn't really matter. But for you, the hair was a big deal. When you had the texturized hair and he wanted you to move it to natural hair, you needed to get to that point where you decided to go natural because it will make your husband happy and because you're also cool with it. The moment you did it, when you hadn't sorted it out with yourself and you were crying through the whole process whilst you were doing it, it means that it's, not, it's something that broke something out of you. Now, there are certain people, once you start giving them what they ask for, they believe that that is the norm. They don't appreciate the fact that you foregoing a part of your life just to make them happy is actually a sacrifice or it's actually a compromise for the relationship. They now think that it's your responsibility to obey everything that they tell you to do. You understand? So the first one, you obeyed without complaint. You didn't even as much as tell the man how you felt about it. Of course, they took it, do everything your husband wants to do. So you'd be happy, okay, fine. So you went ahead and cut your hair. Now you've grown the natural hair. Over time, you bonded with the natural hair. You're happy with it now. Now he says, go and cut it short. And you see, woman and hair is a very personal thing. Mm. Women and hair is so personal. Like the hair that you carry speaks volumes, sometimes even about the kind of personality you have. And you know, we have different kinds of hair, and some perform well when they are texturized. Others, when once you texturize your hair, it looks horrible. But you, you, you I mean, you start doing natural hair, everybody goes like, oh, this is beautiful. Some have natural hair so nice, they texturize and they begin to look like something else. You understand? So there should be that center. All I'm saying is that, look, in a marriage, it is not a military ground. It is not an obey without complaint situation. It's a situation where a man and a woman should be able to voice out their concerns. They should be able to voice out what they like. They should be able to voice out what makes them happy. And if they are sad or they are not happy about something, they should be able to voice that out. 
If they can't voice that out, then it means that there's no communication. They don't see where we are going because what happens is that if you keep bottling it inside of you, everything he says he should do, you do it. You are not happy. The day is going to explode. It will go beyond, like it would, it would explode so big. And that's when people will start to say things like, oh, she has changed. Now she's talking back at me. Now she's being disrespectful. But that's not it. The whole agenda is that you have actually, over time, um, denied yourself the opportunity to speak or to say something. So this is my take on it. It's better late than never. If this thing means a lot to you, it doesn't matter communicating with your husband, letting him know how much this means to you. And that even though you might consider cutting it, he should give you time to cut it. The picture on his DP is one of the most disrespectful moves that the husband could have done. Because if you say this is something that I like, all of a sudden you are putting women that fits that category on your, on your page, it's absolute disrespect for your wife, no matter how much you look at it. Because if the roles were reversed, he would not take kindly to it. And sometimes that's what men seem to forget. They know how to dish out the orders. They know how to expect all kinds of things from you. But they don't, they, they, they don't know how it feels if those same things, even half of those things are done to them. They react and they feel like, they, like, like everything is crumbling down. But they don't know that they have been dishing out the same things to you in multiple folds. So from here, all I'm trying to say is that, look, start having that conversation with him. If you're not happy with it, let him know that you're not happy with it. If you have to cut your hair, make sure that you come to that level where you feel that cutting your hair is okay by you. Now, a man who wants to cheat will cheat. He can make it look like you are the excuse for cheating. It's possible that he's met a lady who has short hair and he's trying to use this as um, the reason why he went after somebody with short hair, which he found admirable. So for all you know, he has made up his mind to cheat. Changing what makes you happy. Changing what puts a smile on your face. Always having to bend back 100% for him. It's not going to change it when, if he wants to cheat. If he wants to cheat, he'll do it. If he mm. doesn't want to do it, he won't do it. It's actually their decision to make. And it's not what you do that makes them decide whether or not they should do it. Right. So my take is that, look, you've, cut, you've um, changed your head to natural ones. If you cut it again, the demands are not going to end there. Next time, the demands will be so much that it will take more than a scissors to meet those demands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting points all you ladies make. But I think um, the, the, we're all singing the same song, you know. Um, yes, you want to make your partner happy, but should that be to your detriment? And does that also mean that when he asks you for favors that or to do things that really go against your grain, are you compelled to do it just because he's your husband? And this actually goes both ways, you know. Um, I think it's not just even a matter of she requesting or her husband requesting certain things from her, but she also requesting things from her husband, which sometimes he may not be happy about. I think they just need to learn to be accommodating of each other. So to answer your question, dear lady, I don't think you're being petty. Okay, if your hair is a big deal to you, let him understand that this is how you like to identify yourself. This is how you want to be seen. I mean, your hair is your signature. Your hair is your crown, you know, and, and, and so you should have a haircut uh, or a hairstyle that you identify with. And he should be able to understand that. And like Rosina said, if he will cheat, it doesn't matter whether you have a crown on your head, whether you have Rasta, Sakura, none of that would matter. So, dear lady, please 
think about that and take your own decisions. We'll move on to our next story. And uh, this one says, Dear sisters, I'm a young lady in my early 20s. I'm married and we're expecting our first child. The issue is my sex life has taken a different turn as I hardly feel for sex. My husband, on the other hand, seems to find me more attractive now and wants to have sex with me at I mean, every chance that he gets and any time he sees me naked. I don't want him to touch me at all. I get scared and sometimes I end up crying when he's making love to me. What do I do? Please help me because I'm hurting his feelings. Familiar. All right. Well, um, who wants to go first? Let me come to you, Tina. Oh. Just why me? Why me? Oh, <laughs> nothing in particular. Just you know. So, so um, this is this thing is very. It's it's very common that uh, people actually mistaken pregnancy to be the highest point of when you have a lot of sex. Um, a lot of women will say, "Yeah, that's the time that you get horny the most. That's the time." you you have a lot of sex and it's good to have a lot of sex but you see it's not every every person that actually goes through that mm. you see it's not everybody that actually um wants the whole sex or enjoys the whole sex or becomes horny so i don't know me i don't like making other people's stories um, um an example i like using myself so because i i was rec recently pregnant I, I wasn't in the mood at all, at mm. all. Like I didn't have those moments where you are honey and you are doing. So I did. I, I actually didn't have sex for the whole nine months. Wow. So a lot of people may not know, but it's a discussion that you have with your husband, and it's a discussion that. And sometimes mine too had like medical um, reasons attached to it. Okay, so. If you are going for the whole antenatal and everything with your husband and the doctor is speaking and he's hearing it too, you know, um, it also helps. So I think it's it's a discussion. And since you're pregnant, um, he will empathize more if you put your case across well, you see. Because um, a lot of people have said that um, men or husbands cheat the highest time that a man can cheat in his in his marriage is when the woman is pregnant. Because some of them are afraid, some of them don't want to hurt you, so they go out in in search of you know, in search of uh, whatever it is. But if you have someone who understands you and you speak with a person and the person really you know gets you and and empathizes with you. I don't think it, it would be a problem um, like that. So I think I'm advising her that she, she she should go and speak with her husband. She should let her husband know how, uh, how exactly she feels, the pain and everything she goes through. It's not even good, mentally good for her and, and even the baby, because you, you don't even know how it will affect, you know, generally affect you know her well-being so and she can use her doctor as well she can speak to her doctor and tell her doctor how she actually feels so on one of their visits together the doctor can also advise that he stays off 
for the time that um, she is um, whatever. But she should make sure that it's because of the pregnancy she doesn't want to have sex. It's not because she, uh, the man, he, she can't stand her husband. That's another case altogether. Hmm. Because after the pregnancy, they have become active. But I'm saying that you, you just need to, you just need to um, make sure that it's not something about the man that makes you, makes you want, want to stay off. If it's genuinely about the pregnancy and the safe, the safeness or the way that you feel, etc., etc., then fine, you have you have the discussion. But if the man puts you off, that's a separate discussion. Then you have to, you know, work it out some way somehow. All righty, let me come to you, Rosina. What are your thoughts on this particular one? Um, is she pregnant or she's giving birth? She's pregnant. They're expecting their okay. first child. Okay. Um, I would say that usually when it comes to pregnancy and hormones, um, people have different reactions towards it. I got extremely horny when I was pregnant. I mean, especially with the firstborn. I mean, my husband wouldn't dare walk around the, walk around the house back naked. I mean, I would, you know, we were chasing him all over the place. However, you see... The fact that it's like that for me doesn't mean that it's like that for somebody else. Like Tina has said, we are all very different. However, even if you don't have the feel for it, you may not have the feel for sex itself, but it doesn't mean that you should take out intimacy altogether. Because, you see, men, some men actually get jealous when they realize that the attention they used to enjoy the care they used to enjoy is now totally being given to a baby. Even though it's not an excuse, but it's, a, it's also a, um, a psychological issue that the men have to deal with. So if um, before you were inseparable, you were all in each other's space and everything, and all of a sudden, yes, because you are pregnant, yes, he understands the first few months. Okay, you need to allow the baby to settle. Okay, let me hold off for a while. After four or five months. And the reason why some men find pregnant women attractive is that, you see, when you are pregnant, your body temperature actually goes higher. Hmm. So you're actually warmer as a human being when you are pregnant. And some men enjoy the warmth, especially, you know, during the process. Now, some men also get excited when they see that this woman is fruitful, is carrying my child. It gives an extra level of attraction to that woman. And it is only, look, your, your husband will not fancy your overly big stomach. But when you are pregnant, eh, the bigger the belly, the more they want to show it off. The more they want to show people that, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I did that to her. You understand? So it's coming from a place of excitement. They get attracted to you more. They are happy that my wife, my wife is very fruitful. Your temperature is so warm. And, you know, there are a lot of dynamics that come into play. So some men actually get attracted to their women when they are pregnant. It's agreed. Especially when the women don't have those other symptoms like the spitting and the vomiting. It makes it easier for men to want to be with them. Meanwhile, you might be battling with other issues. So the key here is to talk about it. Let him know exactly how you feel. However, because he's your husband and you want to keep him focused, you don't want him to get too used to being by himself for so long, you should still condition your mind. Because sometimes some of these things, they are mind games, unless, of course, they are health concerns. If there are no health concerns, it's a mind game. 
bring your mind to the fact that, look, he's my husband and he needs a certain level of attention. I may not be able to have sex because it is painful for me at this, at this time. Hormonally, my system just can't, you know, take it. But what happens to cuddling here and there, making out here and there, kissing here and there, touching each other here and there, you know, making sure that at least that level of intimacy is there. So that he gets that feel that it's not like you don't want me, but it's because you just can't have me at the moment. It's easier. Then they know that they still have that influence over you. But where you say that, oh, I have medical issues and um, I just don't feel for it, and you just zone out. Anytime he's coming, then you are throwing his hands away, you are sleeping on the other side, you know, you are just in a hurry to be apart from him in the evening, feigning headache and stomachache and all those things then it becomes very difficult. Hmm. And the thing is that look, the baby, whether you like it or not, like Tina said, after some time, it will come out. <laughs> and when it comes out and now your libido starts going up or you need somebody to just distress you. And he too is saying that he's used to being by himself. Then what are you going to say? That's why I keep saying that when it comes to marriage, except it goes against you medically or something, sometimes you should be able to tune your mind to compromise to a certain level. So it doesn't mean that you should go along and have sex with your husband if it goes against you, especially medically. But don't take intimacy away from him. Very important. Don't take intimacy away from him, Rosina says. Okay, Olivia, chime in. Okay, um, so when it comes to this woman, right, um, I just want you to know that it's very normal for you to feel the way you're feeling. It's very normal for you to feel unattractive, it's very normal for you to look at yourself in the mirror and go like, ah, Tali, I wish I was this way or I, was, or I wish I was that way. But um, at the end of the day, um, marriage, marriage is marriage. Um, your husband desires you. At this point in time, he thinks you're the most beautiful woman in the world. He wants to be with you. I mean, uh, Rosie has said it. Uh, Tina has also said it. Um, so I think that what you could do right is to okay you don't want to have sex how else can you um make sure that your man is satisfied have that conversation with him because um it, it saddens me to know that when you um you've told us that at some point in time during your intimate moment i mean you're literally in tears because you don't want to you don't want to be intimate with him you don't want to have sex with him um i wish you could have that conversation with him have a conversation an open conversation with him. sit him down and tell him my dear i love you to bits but this is how i'm feeling it's a possibility that it could be it could be hormonal because as women as we are, when we get pregnant, our hormones are all over the place. One minute we're happy, the next minute we're crying, the next minute we're honey, the next minute we're not. We want to have ice cream at 2 a.m. in the morning. We want to have a hot pepper on a hot day in, in a pool. Some some crazy thing like that. We don't even know what's happening with us. So um, it, 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 would, it would stand from a loving perspective. You see, he has to be, if you don't bring his attention to how you're feeling, he can't be empathetic of you. If you just give him what he wants because you feel like, oh, you're his wife, if you don't give it to him, he wouldn't understand you or he wouldn't see the clear picture. He's probably doing all these things thinking that you're happy and you're probably thinking it, meanwhile, you're not happy. My dear, you see, as long as you lie on the same bed with this man, okay, and I think he loves you because he's all over you and he wants to be with you. 
and he's giving you all the attention that you need as well. So have that conversation with him. Sometimes um, our society makes it, you know, look as though, I mean, women, once we start talking about sex, not going to say, I say this, but no, it is what it is. If you didn't have sex with him, you wouldn't have gotten pregnant in the first place. So kiss your husband. What more person to be much more open with than your husband? So sit him down and tell him, my dear, I want to, I want to enjoy it when you make love to me. I don't want to feel bad because I don't also want to fake it. I don't also want to create the wrong impression. But this is how I'm feeling. How do you think we can make things better? Um, in other scenarios, again, what what is the man also doing besides just I don't know humping on you, wanting to have sex twenty four seven? Is he making the environment conducive enough for you to feel sexy enough for you to feel? Is he is he is he romantic enough? Is he the one who's is he is he is all he's thinking about just about having sex with you, or is he making your whole uh, pregnant experience exciting? You see, a lot of things coming to play, especially around this time. So I feel like if you don't have the conversation with him, you can't progress or you can't move on to the next stage. But uh, by all means, um, after you have that conversation with him, also look at other, other options in terms of... Um, making sure that he's also happy because it's not just about his happiness but it's also about your happiness as well so there are other options besides having sex have that conversation and and take it from there but by all means uh, be happy together mm. and and enjoy your pregnancy and i wish you all the best all righty the ladies have spoken let me um bring in some some of our viewers we've got some comments coming through peter says dear sister you need to talk to your husband about how you feel he also needs to understand that you're pregnant and during pregnancy a lot of things change this is the time he needs to be more understanding caring and affectionate this is highly unacceptable of him to want to have sex with you knowing very well that you are pregnant i wonder how old your pregnancy is though i'm not saying you can't have sex but not all the time it's a hormonal thing and things will get back to normalcy after childbirth. Both of you need to have a serious conversation about the whole issue. Gifty says, you said you're expecting your first baby, right? It's due to the pregnancy, hormonal changes. Learn more about pregnancy and hormonal changes and sit him down and educate him in a sweet and polite way. Marvi says, it's absolutely normal to feel the way you do during pregnancy. Just talk it over with him if he can reduce the number of times. But please don't make him feel like you hate him touching you, else he will flee forever. Um, ben says, this is where social distancing comes in. Distance your nakedness from him just to reduce his chances of having sex with you. But don't starve him of sex as well because you can't watch him going to get sexual satisfaction elsewhere. And finally, Kwashi says, from your narration, I can see you are worried over the turn of events, but it will be best to talk to your husband about it and let him understand how unhappy you are about how things have changed. Get him to support you, but try not to satisfy him. Try to also satisfy him in a way um, even if it won't be always, talk to him and get him to understand. Those are a couple of comments coming through. Remember, your comments are welcome on 054-998-6996. Let's hear your thoughts on any of the, you know, um, emails that we've received today. And remember, our WhatsApp number is also 054-998-6996. We'll go for a quick commercial break. When we return, ooh, when we return, I'll be telling you about someone who is very unhappy in their marriage. They're looking for solutions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Um, I'm hoping that you're still, you know, observing all the necessary protocols where uh, keeping safe in this uh, coronavirus world we're currently living in, you know, sanitizing your hands where necessary, um, washing your hands under running water for at least 20 seconds um, and so much more. So, you know, just I'm wishing you uh, uh, the best of luck with that one there. And if you have a mask as well, you know, you can put that on, especially if you go out in public. But let's come back to the reason for the show. It's Sister, Sister, and we're receiving more of your messages. This one says, Dear Sisters, I'm married to this good man who is 10 years older than me, and we have a daughter. My husband is a chartered accountant and a very busy man. He really takes care of my daughter and me very much. The problem is that he doesn't have time for me and isn't romantic, which bothers me a lot. He's very good when it comes to sex. He loves sex a lot, and that's the only time he acts romantic by, say, kissing and cuddling. Apart from that, we live together like siblings. No romantic moments. I do everything for him. I cook, I wash, I clean, take care of our child. If I don't act romantically by hugging, sitting or sleeping on his lap when he's in the living room, uh, bring up a chat or sleep on him when we go to bed, then we, live, we can live for years without this. I always have to play all the parts. Sometimes I feel like I'm just a servant or a sex machine. He does not care about my feelings. The only thing he cares about is me doing all the house chores and serving him food. I love him, but I'm not happy in this marriage. Sometimes I regret getting married to him. I've tried talking to him, but he doesn't take me seriously. Because he's older than me and better educated than I am, he thinks he's always wiser. After our marriage, I had to fight for my respect by voicing out my, my frustrations before he changed. I really respect him a lot. I worship him, and I always keep quiet, even when I'm right. He used to see me as his small girl until I couldn't take it anymore, and I fought him on that particular one. I thank God things are quite okay now, though. Please, I want you to help me with this because I am not happy in my marriage and I want to quit. Rosina, I'm going to come straight to you for this one. She's not happy okay. in her marriage. Um, what I would say is that, you see, most of the time, we know the kind of people that we are going to get married to. At least you know his temperament. I mean, when you were dating before you got married and all of that, I'm sure you realized that this was a very quote unquote serious gentleman. Like he didn't have an ounce of showing, let's say, open affection and things like that. He wasn't very comfortable with things like this. However, what I've noted from her submission is that the times that he she tries to hug him, he doesn't push her off. When mm -hmm. he tries to put her head on him, he doesn't suck her off his lap. Sure. So it's possible that he just doesn't know how to express. However, when you express, he's never stopped you. When you ask for, he's never denied you. And you say that he's also good in the bedroom. So which means that, okay, fine, you do the whole work with the whole putting him in the mood and everything. But at the end of it all, there's a win-win situation. It's not like he's bad at it. He can't satisfy you. And even after that, you're even more angry. Now, Looking at the way your marriage was designed from the onset, it was probably what it was, where he made sure, or he had to make sure that he took 100% financial responsibility for the home. And you probably also agreed 
to be the housewife because you expected that, okay, I'll just cook, take care of the kids and do this and do that. And that's fine. And over time, you've realized that, no, you're sitting on your happiness. And that's where it comes back to the, what I, the, the submission I made with the first story that, you see, you should never lose who you are just because you want to get married or stay in a marriage. You should never lose who you are. So most of the time, in the beginning, it will look like you like talking. It will look like you like arguments. It will look like you talk about these small, small, small things. This is what you are saying. But you see, at least you have registered your consent over a period. And over time, even if he's refusing to listen, over time, the hope is that you probably listen and now know that, look, this is my wife. This is what makes her happy. But you've been quiet. He's been doing all the financial rounds, killing his back, making sure that everything from, from, everything from shelter to salt is being born by him. That you don't even have to lay a finger to buy anything for the house. Takes care of the kids. You have no wants in that department. You are so satisfied in that department. But you're only worried the kind of input that you are putting into your marriage. We are not saying that you should be okay with what you are doing or not be okay with what you are because we are all very different and all marriages are different. And what the agreement is before the marriage is different for everybody. But the most important thing is that don't keep quiet about it. And it's because she kept quiet about it over a long period of time. That's why it's not eating her. Because she said that she just didn't mind him even though it wasn't okay with him. And that's why I keep saying that, look, marriage, well, no matter, even if the guy is 20 years older than you, I know people who are married to people who are older than them and they even have, those women even have a better say in the marriage. For instance, the man may be older, probably more influential, probably has more political connections, everything. When people want to come and see him for favors, they'll tell you that, oh, go and talk to my madam. If she's okay, then we'll, then we'll sort you out. There are, there are situations like that. So the age difference is not an excuse. The moment you guys decide to get married, you're on a personal level, whether one is older than you or you're all on a personal level, you're in this together. The most important thing is to talk about it, communicate your issues, never keep quiet on your issues. Because when you keep quiet on your issues, the day you decide to talk about it, one, you'll get some facts wrong. Two, you'd have blown up so many things that he was thinking was okay with you. And it will come as a shock to him, knowing that, ah, so all along, when you were keeping quiet about these things, you had a problem with it. So it maybe lose the essence of the argument, and then the argument will not become, so you've been hiding all these emotions from me for all these years. And it, 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 the whole thing just metamorphoses into something, you know, something that you can't really handle. So my dear, uh, communication is one of the number one things in a marriage. You should be able to tell your partner what you are feeling, what you are thinking, what makes you happy, what makes you sad. If he's having, he's having it difficult, showing emotions, showing affection, you know, outside before the bedroom, you started making the attempt. As then, like once in a while, when you find the opportunity, maybe the child is asleep and it's just the two of you, you can bring it up in conversation. That's oh my dear, you know, you're a little too, uh, why don't you, you know, occasionally, I want to be, you know, chased, I want to be hunted, or, 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 or I want to be, I want to feel like you're a woman. I want you to, you know, if, I don't know, just do something to make me feel like you think about me, like you can't wait to get home to see me. I mean, I know that you do everything for the house. I'm so grateful and you know I adore you, but I, 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 I wish you could show me a bit more affection. He might be he might be taken aback, like, oh, Charlie, what's up? But in the end, he might try to do something 
And if he makes the attempt and he doesn't do it well, don't laugh at him. Encourage it. Or both of you can even turn it into more like a comedy thing, like, oh, so what should I, I, should, I should hold here? Okay, I should do this. Then over time, it becomes the thing. So my thing is that, look, just communicate it. Speak your mind. Say exactly how you feel. Let your partner know exactly what makes you happy. It's very important. Don't sit on it. When you sit on it, a time comes, you don't even know how to voice it out. Mm. But for now, all you can do is to communicate to him and let him know. But don't let him feel like what he's doing for the house is underestimated. And don't let him feel like the cooking and the cleaning you are doing, you are doing too much. Because I'm sure that you guys decided on that at the beginning or at the onset of the marriage. So why complain now? Right. Okay, let me come to uh, Olivia. What are your thoughts on this particular matter? Well, hmm. you know that sometimes, right, when you're a stay-at-home mom, I decided to take, I'm talking based on my experience, I decided to take some time of work when I started having babies, and I decided to stay home to take care of my babies till they're old enough to go to school so that should something happen, I can actually communicate with them and ask them, oh, what happened, X, Y, and Z. But that, that was a decision we made together. Having said that, um, I've experienced what it's like to be home and to cook, to clean, to tidy up, to chase after your kids. And it's a lot of work. It, it is. It's, it's a lot of work as compared to, um, yes, you go to the office, you're working, you're sitting. Um, there are two different things, but it's a lot tasking to be a stay-home mom or a stay-home parent. It is, it is, it's, it, it's got a lot to involve in there. Um, and it can be draining. It can really, really be draining. So I think, based on her submission, I think that the whole thing is looking as though she's been doing everything, everything. Yes, the man goes and he comes, he goes to work, he's also doing whatever he has to do from a man's perspective. Yes, okay. Having said that, and um, and you did say from your earlier submission that you idolize the guy, if, if I'm not wrong. Like, he's, he's, um, he means a lot to you. So it's, it's as though when he says, whatever he says, you take it in good faith and you just go on. And that, that has been the norm over these years. So, my dear, you can't um, wake up one morning and expect him to be a different man because for every reaction that he was giving you, for every action that he was putting across at, on you, you accepted it in good faith and you were cool with it. So it would be difficult for him to understand or even appreciate where you're coming from because he's going to be like, okay, what has changed? And you've also gotten to a point in time whereby you're tired. You're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing everything. He comes home, he doesn't help, he sits back, and it's just you bathing the kids. He's sitting down reading newspaper, you're cooking, and you're tired. Um, moving on, my dear, um, I just want to understand that it's not going to change overnight. It will take time and it, you can do it. You see, as women as we are, um, we can, we, you don't have to nag to get your point across. You don't have to, um, to shout. You don't have to very little, little things that you could do to sort of get his attention. I mean, like Rose was saying, you can have that conversation with him. Um, 
um, rather than when he counts on you or when he's when you're in the kitchen, you can you can ask him in a nice way. Oh, my dear, oh babe, can you can you help me out with this? Or this is how I feel. You know, after a long day, when I stand up the whole time, you know, when it comes to bedroom stuff, I get very tired and very irritated. Maybe can you massage my feet for tonight? This is what I mean. You can communicate what you want in different ways gradually, but if you go, if you address the problem from um, from a, from a, from, a, from a point whereby you're upset and everything is you and you're tired, my dear, you won't move on. Communicate as effectively and efficiently as much as you can. Um, some of them will have some of your communication forms will have to be verbal, and you will have to come from a loving approach. And this time, let him know that okay. This is where you guys were coming from. Back then, you were really in love. Well, you still are in love, but you're looking for the best for your relationship. If you do that and it doesn't work, um, I, I don't know. Find somebody who who can who can get his listening ear as well. I really don't like so you uh, people taking their marriage stuff out in the open, but. I think that try and work on it as much as you can from home and see how best you can move on. Move on. If that doesn't work, try and see if you can get somebody who can who has his listening ear to communicate what you're looking for. But um, trust me, it's it's you can do it. It's not impossible, but you need to appreciate that it will take time, and you need to suggest in different ways and communicate in different ways, and hopefully you should be able to resolve it. Great. Um, so, Tina, let me come to you. I mean, what, what do you do if it's not that your partner doesn't want to change or, you know, compromise to make you happy, but it seems like he's just stuck in his ways? You know, how do you how do you deal with things like that? So, so just for me, um, the age gap actually um, accounts for some of these things. Um, some, some people will say that uh, it doesn't matter if you're 10 years or 20 years older, the marriage is still okay, it's all right. Yes, every age gap has its advantages and its disadvantages. And you could have, uh, and there are too many points in this, this message. Eh? My mind is all over the place. But for the age gap, one, I feel as though once the man Okay, the advantage is that the man is looking on you like his younger sister, taking care of the home, bringing everything. He comes with some sort of maturity to the table. And he also feels like, okay, these are my dependents. I, the owners likes of me to make sure that they are okay. So he comes with this protection and, and provision and everything. Okay, but then once uh, a man is, 10 years, that's a whole generation apart. Mm. Okay. And once they are growing, once they are growing, they become like um, the, the man's libido lessons. That this is this is me. And the 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 woman's uh, libido heightens. So what it is is that you you the woman have to do more to get the man to be on the same level with you. I'm not sure all the sisters will agree with me, <laughs> but this is, this is what I see. This is what I see. Like, I feel like a lot of men, at some point, they just want to 
They just want to play around, get something, and just sleep. You, the woman, too, you want to, you know, express yourself in so many ways and have proper sex and be happy and go with it. But um, it looks like it, that is what is happening with the age gap. One. Two, how you feed, how you feed the relationship is how it goes. So if every time you leave having sex um, for longer periods, like you leave, you leave um, the times that you have sex is not regular. You do it, let's say, once a month, uh, twice a month, once a week, and you are leaving it apart. It becomes very, very easy to go long periods without sex because every time you know, that's not the center or that is not part of the routine. It, your routine is cleaning the house. Da, 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 has, if he has come, hey, daddy has come. Let's go and um, make his bed. Let's go and uh, uh, lay his table once he's finished. And this happened in the office. That happened in the office. My money is not coming. Da, da, da. Before you realize, everybody is tired. Everybody's gone to bed. And another day has started. And it will go on one week, two weeks, one month, and then long long periods of time you haven't had sex and it's so normal you lay on the same bed like brother and sister you are not fighting you are not arguing but you are not having sex and a lot of married couples will tell you that this is what actually happens in their homes they have less sex so when um, the woman doesn't want it. It's when the man also goes outside going to look for other entertainment and other things. And the woman becomes frustrated when the man actually doesn't want it. And so these things feed into it. But there's one thing that she said in there that really, really excited me. She said when they started the, the marriage, she 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 realized that the man was... Um, the man didn't respect her yeah, or her didn't like respect her voice or wasn't listening mm. to her. So she had to, like, until she she made her voice heard, like, she took it seriously and had, like, a conversation with him and fought for her, her voice to be heard is when he actually took it serious. So something has happened in the relationship where um, it's like, um, she wasn't getting the results she wanted, but she stood on her feet and she was able, you know, to convince him to come to, to, to realize that, listen, I'm serious about this situation. Right. And so it, I don't think it, this is any different. You need to be serious about the conversation. Okay. You don't need to fight, though. You don't need to shout. You don't need to be rude or you don't need to, you know, disrespect. But you need to let him know that, listen, um, although... Today, if you come home, we will have a conversation. And I want us to sit down, maybe tuck uh, A, B, or C baby into bed, and let's have a conversation okay. over dinner or something. Right. Like, you know, let it be serious. Let it be a meeting or let it be deliberate. Let it not be one of the conversations that, you know, you are going to have, like, oh, uh, in yeah. passing. Right, and, and state... And state your 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 message across, but definitely, definitely, I think that you 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 can solve it by yourself because you've done it in the past. All right. Um, so we will go for a quick commercial break. Uh, when we come back, you know, I'll see if I can squeeze in maybe one more uh, email, and then we will wrap up on the show. Don't go anywhere. <music> Oh, 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 oh,
and welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. So my producer just whispered in my ear that we're actually out of time. So unfortunately, we're going to have to leave the conversations here. But don't forget, the conversations actually, you know, continue on the Sister Sister Facebook page. Search for Sister Sister Live. Like our page. Send us a message in our DM. And, uh, you know, just wait. You know, if we're not able to address your message on the show, no worries subsequent episodes will feature you but i totally appreciate you know all of you who send us messages you're the ones who actually make the show what it is now also i'd like to say thank you to our sisters rosina olivia tina for joining us from your homes i hope that you guys you know uh, stay safe uh, enough to join us again same time next week uh, so ladies if you can hear me this is me saying goodbye to everybody all right, do take care of yourselves. And uh, thank you so much for making time. My love to your husbands. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, thank you very much for watching and for listening on City FM. My name is Jessica. Definitely have a super week. Until next time. <laughs>